Counterspin Media presents the New Zealand 2023 election special. It's time to pick the winner. And now we are joined by one of the uh, late entrants into this very exciting electoral race that I think is going to be 2023. The Dark Horse, Liz Gunn from New Zealand. Let me get this right. New Zealand loyal. Yes. yes. Welcome. New Zealand loyal. Feeling? I love <laughs> yes. it. And I love that horse race metaphor because I often feel like that. You know, the most exciting horse races are where that horse comes up from way not even existing at the back of the field and suddenly it's there and you're going, I didn't see that horse before. And then it just overtakes the rest of the horses, runs through the final line. It's pretty much what New Zealand Loyal is tracking for. Hannah, that's my vision. <laughs> well, that's that's a great vision. Um, and how's the campaign? You know, the, you're still in the process of getting registered. Is that correct? Yeah, we had a really interesting aberrant um, request, I'll put it, where we were asked, and I don't think any of the other applicants were asked to do this. We were asked to deliver back all the membership forms with handwritten signatures, no electronic ones. Um, and, you know, that we could have appealed, that would have taken time. We were running against the clock. This miracle happened. I put out an appeal. I said, come on, Kiwis, who are loyal to New Zealand. And everybody flooded those membership forms back in within two to three days. We had more than we needed. We put in 50 extra, 550. One of our team stayed up from eight in the morning till 4.30 the next morning, checking every detail on every form. Another of of our supporters drove that right down to Wellington, turned up with the, the forms for the second time. And I think the Electoral Commission realized, hmm, these guys are very determined and they're not going to be stopped. So that was when somebody in there said, yes, I will help get this through. You've really gone above and beyond. And we were rung two days later to say there was one minor problem with one of the 550 forms. 549 were absolutely perfect. That says a lot about the quality of the loyalist supporter, the, the loyalist, as I'm calling them. We're Kiwis. We're all in this together. I'm not coming to save anybody. This is not a party that's going to do it for Kiwis. We're all doing this for each other, Hannah. This is how it has to be. And a beautiful supporter from Tokoroa rang me in the weekend. He said his whole car specked up with loyal tags. So if you go through Tokoroa, give him a wave and give him a toot. Um, but he said to me, you know, Liz, this reminds me of Freedom Village. And I said, what do you mean by that? And he said, well, the feeling is that we're all in this doing it for each other and we all have to play our part. We all have to roll up our sleeves and contribute to this People's Party taking power back for the people of New Zealand from the globalists and the, more importantly, the sellout puppets of the globalists. That's all 120 politicians in there at the moment, including national and don't think that ACT is going to save you. David Seymour, I've been told from a number of sources, was desperate to get to Davos and he wanted to be part of the WEF monsters. We're not having it. We weren't consulted about selling our country out to WEF or BlackRock or any other international corporate or shady organisation. We want power back for Kiwis. Exactly. And um, 
Another question I've been asking the others that I've had on is the who. They're, they're introducing more legislation to take away our sovereignty. What's your position on, uh, you know, say they were to introduce a pandemic tomorrow and have more lockdowns, more mandated vaccines? Um, I'm sure I can imagine what you're going to say, but let, let New Zealanders know. Well, I'll give you a good example. A, a fairly you know, nice fellow, but a fairly weak fellow. He didn't, he didn't want to stand but instead of saying no I don't feel courageous enough to stand up it's too hard he said to me oh you're all the same and my reply to him in the weekend was I want you to ask the other parties this who of all the other parties is making a clear platform that says we will withdraw New Zealand from the United Nations which is taking away the land from our farmers which is threatening to put all Kiwis in ghastly 15-minute cities which are basically like Living in the Gaza Strip, they will be open-air prisons, nothing more than that, with all our rights taken away. We don't want the United Nations running New Zealand. And there's a big story there about United Nations corruption. And then, in addition, which other party is also saying New Zealand's going to be pulled out of the World Economic Forum? Any, I believe, any politician who says, oh, I can't wait to get to Davos and, and go and see all my buddies over there, Klaus Schwab and all the others, that's you're being a traitor to our country. That's treason. And the third thing is the World Health Organization, which is now run by a man who appears to be rather shaky. Some around the world are saying Bill Gates could be thrown under the bus because of his leaks with Epstein and the revelations there that he had uh, an affair. There's There's been a lot going on um, just lately. And some are saying, are all the world furtive leaders who hover behind the scenes, are they going to throw Bill Gates under the bus? The Gates Foundation runs the World Health Organization. When the people who have suggested that this is a pandemic and the world must shut down are the same as the people who are also selling the so-called solution to the so-called pandemic, namely forced jabs, when they are one and the same, as a journalist, Hannah, you know that there is a story of corruption there. So the Gates Foundation made billions out of this last response to a supposed pandemic, while they themselves were pushing for the WHO to declare this a pandemic. Does that smell rotten to you? So that was the long answer. Short answer is New Zealand's leaving the WHO, and we are not going to be dictated to by any international pandemic treaty or otherwise. We'll offer Kiwis jabs if you want them, sure, take them. But we'll offer Kiwis a, a beautiful buffet of other health options in which you can truly become healthy by having, for example, top quality food because we're going to support our farmers. You can have wonderful osteopathy or homeopathy or acupuncture. We've got these Chinese, wonderful Chinese migrants who understand the details of acupuncture. Or we've got wonderful Ayurvedic medicine within our Indian community. There are so many there are energy medicines, quantum healing uh, medicines that are coming through, ways of healing. And we will look into all of that. It won't be a one-size-fits-all World Health, World Health Organization jab for everybody or you don't live kind of solution under a New Zealand loyal government. And the other question that I've been asking today as well, um, so there's obviously a number of other freedom parties. Would you consider, you know, for the electric candidates – um, accommodating, you know, whoever the strongest party is, no matter which, uh, sorry, which the strongest candidate, no matter which party they're from, would you consider communicating with the other parties and kind of doing a deal around that to encourage 
the voter base to vote for that single person, but then obviously New Zealand Liberal is the party vote. Yeah, look, I think the primary reason for all of us to be doing this is what? It's saving our country from the globalists and it's putting people into power who do not lie to the people of New Zealand, who are not so hungry for power and control, which is pathetic, or fame, which is even more pathetic. They they want to serve New Zealanders and get rid of the corrupt forces that have been corrupting our beautiful land. So anybody who measures up to those very fundamental levels, there are certain single candidates I can think of who would be ideal and we would not go up against them. That's really important because we all want to be in that together. There are some who look really questionable even on our side. I'm not going to name names here, Hannah, but some who needed to really investigate certain claims that have uh, shown up highly questionable behaviours on the so-called freedom side. And that worries me because if they're not going to investigate them now, could they fall prey to the same kind of ego and, dare I say, corruption that we've seen from the Labour leadership? Power is a very, I saw it when I was in mainstream media, it's a very seductive, very empty mistress, power and fame and money. They, they're like building your, your house on sand, not rock, because when that big wave comes in, it all just melts away. It has no real value. What has real value is integrity, real commitment to serving our country, really caring with all your heart and might that you will stand up even when it's difficult for our country. And those people who are nasty and spreading rumors and being petty and catty, they have no place in this now. We are a whisker away from tyranny. We need the most brave, the most ethical, the most caring, and those who want to serve New Zealand now to win the day. And I will work with anybody who comes from that place, Hannah. Yeah, and I, I guess I will have to put this um, question to you because so many people are asking out there and we've had um, Sue on and Hannah Tamaki on and they are saying that, you know, there's still room for other parties to come into the umbrella. Is that something that New Zealand Loyal would consider? I just did a really interesting interview with one of the candidates who we're going to declare tomorrow and he said he himself, um, I won't say the name because it's being put out tomorrow, but he said he himself has been in those coalitions and they end up being these terribly watered down sort of talk fest things, a lot of ego and a lot of um, denuding of the purity of of really good people just through all the energy going into trying to please one another instead of facing outwards to the voters. So I would say a political marriage that is poorly thought through and ill-conceived and a poor match is much, much worse than having a wonderful garden with lots of options. I believe on the whole idea of getting together, I believe this, I think there are up to 2 million floating votes in this election. It's not like previous elections. It will not be wasted if you vote with your heart and your guts. And why do I say up to 2 million? You think about it. They're all the freedom fighters and the truth tellers and the ones who did the investigation. Then there are all the people who've been jab injured and the ones whose families have had a member that have died. And then on top of that, Hannah, we have the people who lost their jobs, have lost their homes, possibly their marriages. 
Now we also have parents waking up going, what's happening at school? My child's coming home saying, oh, the teacher said today I can be a boy or a girl. What what brainwashing nonsense is this coming from our government? And then on top of that, we have all the divisions of Māori and Pākehā where we used to be one people. We can see that the government we have in at the moment has really tried to divide people. So a lot of sensible Māori and sensible Pākehā, sensible European are saying, Let's just let's just not vote for what we've ever voted for before and look beyond that to those who offer really solid policies. That would easily number two million people in New Zealand. All we have to do is get the common sense policies out there and not waste our time debating with other leaders whose policies and ways of behaving are very different. And I say, let the two million decide. On the last election, to get 5%, you only needed 130,000 votes. Maybe everybody can get in, but it should be based first and foremost on good policies. Secondly, that the people vote with your heart. Don't worry about the strategy voting this time. If you all vote with your hearts, the right people with the right policies that most serve you will get in. And then let's see if people who are not standing fully for the truth are exposed in the coming Weeks, you know, they say a week is a long time in politics. And I think that's what's going on here. People are showing up as being who they really are. And I could say, arguably, that that happened with Matt King. Um, so, you know, it, it is clear that that if we give it time, I believe the people are so smart in their voting choices that they will work it out themselves. They don't need us all to be one party. They need choice. They need intelligent policies and they need committed people standing up for the freedom of our country, their country. And then the last question is in regards to, of course, there's a lot of uh, Facebook, you know, social media censorship. How do we cut through that and how do we cut through the mainstream media censorship as well and actually be able to speak to those people that may not have heard um, your message or just the freedom message in general? It's it's a great question. I love the idea of not needing legacy media. They haven't been there for the last three years. Why don't we do it the other way, the Kiwi way? And what is that way? It is person to person to person. We have, we still have two months until the election and person to person, we can talk in groups, we can talk around tables at night, we can talk to our workmates and say, these policies, for example, the taxation policy that I'm putting out on Sunday, that one will make such a vast difference to the quality of Kiwi lives and to the speed with which Kiwis can rebuild our lives after the decimation from the COVID-19 lockdowns, which were designed ultimately to ruin the middle class in New Zealand. We have found ways to bring back a way to supercharge the middle class engine of this country. And when you have that engine strong, you don't have room for communism or Marxism agendas like the Agenda 2030 uh, World Economic Forum completely ignorant ideas are. The people will turn away from those ideas, will turn away from the brainwashing in the media. So let's turn away from the mainstream media now. How do we do it? We talk to one another and I'll be getting a bus. I'll be going through New Zealand. We used to do it all without social media. I'll be going hall to hall and barn, farm barn to farm barn, cafes, 
everywhere that I can, I'll be talking to the real people of New Zealand and putting to them, this is the key, ideas that I believe will serve New Zealanders. But above all, I will be listening to Kiwis. Politicians have not listened to Kiwis for decades, and I want to hear what the real people of New Zealand have to say. And when we get in, your ideas, our ideas will be reflected in how we run this country. That is key. And the other key is honouring our farmers, once again, honouring the backbone of this country. I want New Zealand Loyal to really be the party of the farmers. And that will provide food security for all our families across New Zealand. When you're not worrying about how you feed your children, you can start to look out and think, what is the world I want to build? Ultimately, it's about birthing a new New Zealand. And Hannah, you've just birthed a baby. You know how hard it is. We're in a hard part of the birth. But when we birth this baby, it will be something that benefits and blesses all of us. Yes, birth certainly is not easy. So um, hopefully it'll be a beautiful thing just around the corner. Now, how can people, if they want to get involved um, with your party and what you're doing, how can they reach out and get in touch? Great. The website is nzloyal.org.nz and we have got the offers all on spreadsheets. We're getting through replying to all of the thousands and thousands of Kiwis who are literally saying what I said earlier. Yep. I'm ready. I want to roll up my sleeves. I want to do my part in my town. One woman, this is the difference one human can make in this country. She walked around on Sunday afternoon and wrote to me Sunday night. I delivered 1,500 of the New Zealand loyal leaflets in one afternoon. And plus, she said it made me fitter. So that was really nice. <laughs> she got something out of it. I like that win-win. But imagine that if everybody who's offered to do leaflets, and there are thousands on our spreadsheet, we will get the leaflets to you all. We'll get them in the letterboxes. Sensible Kiwis will go, my God, no one else is offering this level of honesty, of ability to rebuild our family life and our economy and refuel the country in every way, including opening Marsden Point, but refuel it with optimism, pride in our country, unity, and the love that we have for one another when with this horrible, divisive, mendacious government is kicked out once and for all. I hope Labour is never in power again, and I'd add the Greens in there. And we are the party to replace National and ACT, who, believe you me, will not save you from the globalists. They are fully down with them. So vote New Zealand Loyal, nzloyal.org.nz. Excellent. Thank you so much, Liz. And we really wish you the best for um, this coming election. Thank, Thank you, you, Hannah. Counterspinmedia.com.